Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Odyssey Station. Joshua Cardi from 31 yards to win it in overtime. Snap, kick, on the way. It's good! Stanford has pushed the boulder up the hill, over the mountain, and come away with an incredible season-defining victory. This is Dirt and Sprague. They go quickly on first down, and a pass is picked off on the right sideline. Ryan Cooper Jr., 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Beavers! Ryan Cooper Jr. to the the lead to 22 to 10 with Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Camden Lewis ready, set, place, kick on the way. Long enough. He missed it to the right. And the Huskies will win. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, the fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland's sports leader, 1080, the fan. Happy Monday, everybody. What is happening? There's a lot. There's a lot happening. There lot. Was, that was quite an eventful weekend. There's a lot going on, man. A lot going on. I uh, Pace yourself today, boys. We're not getting to everything. So just Did Sunday come and go and you went, what happened to my weekend? Yeah, there was a lot of that. Yeah. There was a lot of that. I, I was I don't know if I've ever been that emotionally drained on a Saturday in my entire life, and I didn't have enough time to react, or not react, to recover from my emotionally draining Saturday. I needed like a two-day weekend after my Saturday. Yeah. I needed 48 hours to fully process everything and then be ready to go, but here we are on a Monday. My eyes hurt on Saturday <laughs> night, because Friday, I, I was doing a movie night with the, the fam, but I wanted to kind of keep an eye on the old Colorado-Stanford blowout. And so I had it on my phone muted, and it's kind of to the side. And I look down, and I'm like, oh, it's 29 nothing. And then that game, so that game is crazy. And then Saturday, it's like, get up, get some stuff done. Oh, we got a noon kick. So you get ready by noon, and then I'm not off my couch till 8.30 because the beef game wraps up, and it's just... What a long couple days of watching football. My eyes hurt. I This is going to get lost in the shuffle, so I'm going to throw it out right now. The um, The anticipation, the excitement, everything that went into that Oregon and Washington game. That was as good as you're going to get in the sport. Has there ever been a bigger letdown as a college football fan from going from that game, Fowler and Herb Street, ABC, the ending, everything that goes into it, 
to then that was right about the time that USC Notre Dame kicked off and flipping over to NBC and having it be Jack Collinsworth and Jason Garrett calling the game half asleep. Has there ever been like in a bigger, and I was excited for that game. It's Notre Dame. It's USC. There's a lot going in. Like, is USC going to stay undefeated? I was fired up for that. And I turned it on and I, I almost fell asleep in the first quarter. They were so boring. I don't know if I've ever had a bigger letdown than that. So when I turned it on to check, my very, I think the very first thing I said out loud in my house was, ah, Noah Eagles doing a basketball game. Damn it, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> a preseason basketball game, it's Noah. It's Clipper time. <laughs> Priorities here, man. What are we doing? I, I want to revisit something you mentioned uh, months, maybe a year ago. Uh-huh. You, I remember you've said this a couple times, and I haven't really pushed back, and I've kind of <laughs> mentally been like, I don't get it. You've praised Jason Garrett on broadcast, and I just don't know what you like about him. I don't remember praising Jason Garrett on broadcast. You've said, I think he's okay. Hmm. Now, Jack, you've made it abundantly clear where you sit on Jack with a C and no K. Old Collinsworth. I mean, that's nepotism 101 right there, and he's a, he's just horrible. He's not good at his job. It's maybe the worst nepotism in the entire yeah. sports world. And we just handed him Notre Dame games. Like, okay, just call Notre Dame games. I tend to be bothered by Golic Jr. from time to time, and not because of any takes. I actually think he's really talented and good. Yeah, he's an entertaining guy. But sometimes I just look at him and I go, you just got handed the keys <laughs> to the top penthouse floor of broadcasting. Right, must be nice. But at least with him, he can be funny, he can be interesting. I don't really get any of that with old Jack without a K. No, J-A-C Jack. Jack. I mean, just I'm just offended by the spelling of the name, and I think yeah. that's where the animosity starts. I don't really remember praising Jason Garrett, but if I did, I would oh. like to take the time to publicly apologize. You've done it a couple times. For the praising of Jason Garrett. And I've I watched him on uh Sunday night football and then the Notre Dame game. And on Sunday night football, they went to him after one of the games, like, yep, that's what happens. When you have a good pass rush, you disrupt things. Okay, thanks, Jason. Thanks, Jason. Part of the problem on Sunday night is they just got way too many people. Like, okay, everybody gets a line. Okay, we got to go. What yeah. are you, After five guys have gone before you, what's the sixth guy supposed to say? I was so upset by it because I hated the Notre Dame call that I got to the point where I said, can we just sub out Jason Garrett for Maria Taylor's baby when yeah, he or can she we just is start born? that nepotism, just give that person the job. They'd be better at him than Jason Garrett is. Yeah, I mean, it just did. Yeah, it wasn't great. It was a dud, yeah. too, because then the game ended up I sucking, know. and it was like a, a total letdown as Saturday went on. Like, we peaked so high, and obviously my emotions were not peaking high, but the college yeah. football world did at the end of that game, and then everything else afterwards was kind of a le- Like, I was excited for USC Notre Dame. It was a blowout and a dud. I was excited for Oregon State and UCLA. They throw a Pick six at the end of the first half. You're like, all right, this game's over. I was excited for Arizona, Washington State, bloodbath. Like, what the Oof. hell happened? It was all downhill from there. We needed another good game or two later on the day on Saturday. Yeah, it's a well, people don't think about this, but it can be emotionally draining. You know, as a fan, you invest so much and then the game's over and yeah. you're kind of like, like Swag sent the text. I didn't want to out this, but I will. <laughs> I've done the text and I've just decided now I don't do the text. Swag did the text. How you feeling? The wellness check, like and, a family member died. Well, I hadn't heard I from it. you, so I wasn't going to say anything. And yeah. then you like popped in, and so I'm like, okay, he's <laughs> out of he's he's out of the ionization blackout zone. <laughs> yeah, I don't look at my, I don't like being on my phone during big. Games. No, I know big. Games I don't like reading like, texts or reading tweets or like I find myself scrolling sometimes on Twitter at at commercial breaks, and I just I don't like doing that. Yeah. I like being involved in the game. Sure. I don't care what people are saying. Yeah. Yep. I want to focus on what's going on. So I'll usually just throw 
throw my phone to the other side of the room, and then the game's over, and I'll grab it, and I'll catch up, and there's like, all right, 97 text messages, and everything went crazy, and so I started catching up. But I do appreciate after Big Duck losses the wellness check. I yeah. do enjoy that every game. Well, I, I, I'm sure you get it from other people in your life, and I just made a decision. I was not going to do the wellness check. You popped into the group chat. And you randomly changed the topic, and I went, you know what? He's coping with this in his own way. We're moving on. Okay. Nothing moving to see on. here. We're moving the drill. Move the drill over. <laughs> well, Swag, I'm, I'm, I think it was an Oregon State uniform text, because somebody, one of you guys yeah. had texted about the Benny logo, and I'm oh, like, dude, it's Benny. such a clean look. Why don't they wear that in every oh, the game? Hel- the helmet was fantastic. Oh, we can't talk about this. I, I've been chastised, and I get enough grief from Beaver fan on Twitter to bring up this topic, so I can't, I can't chime in. The Benny... How it's clearly the better logo. Everything is better when they yeah. do it. It's not even close. I, I can't. That helmet is maybe the best helmet they've had in I don't know how long. Well, since last year when they wore it. I yeah. can't begin to tell you how many people tell me, Duck, Husky, Beaver fan themselves, tell me how much they hate our current logo. Yeah. And then you go to Twitter and you say the logo sucks. Whoa, shut up, bro. <laughs> Every Benny's a little different. This Benny's not that bad. You guys just like to complain. We're going Benny Lives Matter here? I, I don't know what. <laughs> but I got into it last year, and I'm like, I'm out of this. If you can't see that clearly that's the the way to go at a branding standpoint, yeah. you're lost. That being said, I am a little concerned about my co-host today. <laughs> uh, I don't know where emotionally he's going to go throughout this show. There's a lot to dive into and also, he's dealing with some personal stuff that I, I wasn't going to out until today. Oh, what happened? Swigard, you left on Friday, and you left in a hurry. <laughs> well, yeah, I was. Uh, I went to get my nephews didn't have school, and so I was taking them to pilot's practice. We ended up getting caught in a conversation post-show before we left out of here, and I've noted something the last couple times I've been in in post-show conversations with Dirt, with coworkers, <laughs> and I haven't said anything. Hmm. I'm a little worried because... I think the power he was wielding at the beginning of the pregnancy announcement has slowly faded and or died because the confidence in which he came with the name Theodore and Teddy couldn't have been stronger from the start. Yeah. And the second time this has happened now post that announcement, I've noticed more and more it's waning into the I don't have control over the name thing (laughs) and his name may not or probably is not going to be Teddy and I'm a little concerned because I think it's a great name. But every time he's brought this up, it's gotten from, oh, we love Theodore, Teddy. Teddy's the name. And then on Friday, Swag, I got this. Well, I don't have well, final say. I don't I'm, have all the say I'm here. not the judge in the court case here, and so I don't get to hammer the gavel down, and uh, I unfortunately don't have that ability. I, it's like how I it's it's how I approached the Oregon-Washington game on Saturday. I knew it was a coin toss. I was confident or just at least hopeful that my team could win, but I knew there was a 50-50 chance that they were going to lose and I was going to be disappointed, and I think it's helped shape my emotions from suffering through that loss, I'm going through the naming thing the same way. I can't get my hopes up. I can't go down the road of thinking that's going to be it, and I'm eventually going to convince the wife, because then the letdown's going to be too severe for me. Mm. So I'm trying to hedge my bet a little bit here of saying, that's the name that I like, but I understand that there's a chance it doesn't end up being that name. So when it does come to that, if it does come to that, I'm not disappointed. Yeah, but you gotta you got to look at it from our perspective here for a second. <laughs> You came in. Rudy. You came Rudy, in like the guy. Rudy. Rudy. 
It was like, what? It, what? What's his name? You came in kicking the door down, Leroy. And then it was like, well, we'll see. What we'll we see. May, maybe Leroy. Maybe we shouldn't go charge right now. She did send me last night because, like, this is all my life is now is baby stuff and building baby stuff and baby stuff like that is ninety nine percent of my life. Yep. And uh, she did send me last night a look of because we're decorating the nursery currently. And it was somebody who had a kid named Teddy, and they had, like, the name on the side of the wall above the crib. And she sent it to me and said, oh, that looks pretty good. Mm. And I didn't I didn't get overreactionary. There I said, go. yeah, it does. It looks good. I just left it. I didn't hammer home the point. I didn't want to go cocky sniffing dirt. I didn't want to do any of that. I just said, you know, it does. It does look really good. I have a nickname for your kid <laughs> if he ends up being Teddy that I don't think she's going to like very much. Oh, she's going to hate. She already doesn't like Teddy. That's the reason she really? doesn't like the name. She um, likes Theo. She doesn't like Teddy. Look, let her call him Theo. That's what I said. There's two nicknames out of it. We could go TJ. You could pick whatever you want. Your poor mom. Your whole life, everybody's like, dirt, dirt, <laughs> dirt, dirt. <laughs> And she's just like, it's Andy. That's going to be your wife and this exactly. kid. Yeah, Teddy, totally. Teddy, 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 Teddy. Theo. <laughs> By the way, 50-50 on the uh, old ball game. I got an 11-point deficit on our old predictions here from the Duck pregame show. <laughs> hey, you're getting your feels on Saturday, right? It's game day, baby. I get it. I totally get it. I had the same feeling going to Oregon State, UCLA. Uh, we will dive into it all. And I shouldn't have tweeted this because I'm an idiot, but I, I got excited about today's show. We have the ability to do YouTube and Twitch. The problem is the computer that starts it is backwards from Swigard. So it's where Swag is currently sitting for those that can't yeah. see it, which is it's all not of easily you. accessible. No, it's like a it's almost like an obstacle course to get to the computer to yes. turn it on and off during the breaks. So I don't know if we'll get it, but we're supposed to get an iPad in the studio today that we greenlit on Friday, and with the iPad, we will have the ability to on and off YouTube and Twitch. I'm just going to zoom in on Swag as he picks his nose in the morning. Absolutely. <laughs> and so we can control the cams. We got two cams, three cams, all of that stuff. And so I'm not very confident it's going to happen today, like I tweeted out. It's definitely not going to happen. Today. Definitely not going to happen. Still no confidence. zero chance. Swag left on Friday right after the show, and we talked about this. There's no, like, nobody's been trained. Nobody knows how to do anything. Nobody's communicated Nobody's communicated thing. anything. Yeah. This was supposed to happen a month ago. Like, it's not going to happen. I knew how to piss him off, too. I said, hey, uh, our, our engineer said we, we're starting Monday. And then Swag goes, well, nobody told me. And I go, well, you left pretty quickly on Friday. <laughs> nobody! <laughs> Things are going great. He was uh, not happy to hear what I was saying. We're all fired up to be here, man. We are all fired up to be here. So let's get it going. We'll start with a little bit of local taste. We got some things to get into, and then we're diving fully in. Tyson Alger of the I-5 Corridor are going to join us at the bottom of the hour uh, at 7.30, the Daily Ticker. He was in Husky Stadium. We don't normally do Monday guests, but I wanted somebody that was at the game for the atmosphere, the energy, what it kind of felt like, the emotional drain. Even when you're not rooting for a team, covering a game like that is emotionally draining. And uh, Duck fan, you can sound off Vancouver 4 text line today, 
2-6. We'll get to Oregon State's big win over UCLA, the Pac-12 dealing, some NFL stuff. It's a loaded show. Let's get it going. Dirt and Spraying on 1080 The Fan. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Boy, talk about uh, having an impact in two different generations because this song plays and you and I know exactly what we're thinking at the same time. Yes, yes, we do. But if we played a different television theme song... Which, Swag would perk up and go, oh, come and knock on our door. And that's what Suzanne Summers was. R.I.P. Suzanne Summers passed away at the age of 76 after, I think I read, a 23-year battle with wow. cancer. That's unbelievable. An all-time hot man for multiple generations. I loved Step by Step when I was a kid. Yeah. Loved it. That was <laughs> right in my wheelhouse. It made young Brandon Sprague feel things he'd never really felt before. You know I what I mean? I quite enjoyed that television show. But, you know, she was gorgeous, and she was really good. And she's a bit of a pioneer. Uh, she went through it on Three's Company to be paid as much as John Ritter. Yeah. That was a big deal for her back in the, what, late 70s, early 80s. And she ended up leaving the show because of the dispute. She caught on a few years later with Patrick Duffy and Step by Step. So uh, R.I.P. Suzanne Summers, one of our all-time favorites, a bit of a pioneer in the industry Amen, and uh, doesn't have to fight a battle anymore. Amen, dude. 76. Great life. Um, let's start with a local taste. The game itself. <laughs> so much hype. A lot of hype. How are you feeling on a Monday? Where are we at emotionally? I, I don't know if I've ever been through as a fan a game that was that emotionally draining. I don't know. Um, that that w- The back and forth, the different points of belief that happened throughout the course of that game. Like, I don't know how you guys felt, but when, when Oregon didn't convert the third down, or the fourth down, excuse me, in the third quarter, and they were down by 11... I mean, that was. I thought the game was over. They were down 11 points. They just had gotten stopped in the red zone again without coming away with any points. And I just, I kind of sat back on the couch and said, 
all right, let's see how the rest of this thing goes, but you're not coming back and winning. And then next thing you know, you look up and there's stop, touchdown, stop, touchdown. You're like, holy crap, Oregon's back in the lead. It was quick. And then you went to like, oh my God, they're actually going to come back and win this thing. And then you had that feeling of belief on that final drive. They hit that long throw to Franklin down the sideline on, on third down. And you're like, they're, they're actually going to do it. You just need one more first down and the game is over. And you kind of start to go there emotionally and mentally. If they're going to come back, they're going to win in Seattle. What a statement this is going to be. And then it flips again, and then mm-hmm. Washington scores in two plays, and then you get the last drive, and hey, maybe they can kick a field goal and win in overtime. Like, I, I don't know if I've ever been through a game that was that emotionally draining. When that final kick was going was taking place, I watched the game by myself with my dog. You didn't have any friends end up showing up? No, and my dog was freaking out the entire time because he's like, why are you freaking out? You're freaking out, so I'm going to freak out. And he had this like weird energy. He wouldn't sit down, and I'm like, dude, I feel you. I'm feeling the same way right now. When that last kick happened, I was so emotionally drained. I was laying on the floor, staring at the ceiling, and I couldn't watch. Just like just listening to the call of like, please. Wait. I did not watch the final kick. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't. I was just laying down, staring up into the ceiling, saying prayers to whatever higher power you believe in, and saying, "Please go in, please go in." And then Fowler has the call, obviously, that it didn't go in, and you're like, "Ah, oh, crap." And then I think I think I slowly crawled over to the couch and then like laid face down onto the couch with my head in a pillow, like. Just trying to process everything that had happened, man. Yeah. It was an incredible emotional roller coaster. It was one of the greatest college football games that I think I have ever watched. The atmosphere, what was at stake, the rivalry, everything that went into it. It's one of the greatest college football games of all time. I will never rewatch it because it's going to be too painful. But sure. man, it, it lived up to the hype. And if I, I had the ability in the immediate aftermath to kind of take my fandom aspect out of it and just look at that game and think, dude, that that was awesome, man. That was That's why we love college football. Mm-hmm. Every aspect of it lived up to the hype. It was a great Big Ten game. I mean, it's it's one of the best maybe of the season so far. Um, you know, Ohio State was in a good game at Notre Dame, but they're not a Big Ten team. Too soon? No, I mean, I, it kind, I'm kind of referencing it that way. Oregon State had a big Big Ten win this weekend against a ranked opponent. That was impressive. You guys are undefeated against Power 5 opponents. The only one you lost to was a, was a Pac-2 school. I know. You've beaten all the Power 5 teams. It's very frustrating, uh, the fact that they lost that game, given where Washington State currently sits right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I can feel that. But it's funny that you mention how you handled that, because, and I say this with 100% sincerity, I'm watching this game by myself on my couch. Mm-hmm. No dog in the fight, really. Like, I have a cousin that's a UW alum and grad, and so I always kind of pull for the Huskies for him. I do a show with you, and the Ducks don't really bother me if they're not playing the Beavers. So I'm like kind of sitting here super neutral, just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and it got to the end there, and without actual money or a real, no pun intended here, dog in the fight, my my hands got sweaty. <laughs> my palms were sweaty. And I'm like, why am I reacting this way? I don't even... It doesn't make or break anything in my life who wins this game. No. My show on Monday, you can make an argument for both things being great for the show. Oregon winning and rolling. Washington coming back at the end and winning that game. You could have made great arguments for either, so that didn't impact it. And I still watched that game going... I don't know how either fan base is handling this right now, but I don't have a fan. I'm not a fan, and this is 
bothering me. Well, now you know how I handled it. I handled it by laying on the floor of my living room, staring at the ceiling. So (laughs) what told you the outcome? Was it the way the crowd roared at the miss or was it Fowler? Fowler beat the slightly beat the crowd, beat the crowd to okay. it because it was a. I mean, that was as close as you could get. That yes. was an inch off from going in. Yes, and so I think even the crowd, unless you were directly behind the field goal, had to like look down for the official call. But Fowler had it immediately, a wide right or whatever, and then you're just oh, then you're in your feels. Are you doing okay over there, Swag? How did you handle it? Um, I was just it was just great. I stood up, so I w- I ended up like going behind the couch. Kind of standing there, leaning yes. over it. It was just <laughs> tell me exactly. I love this. Yeah. I love it's hearing so how you're watching the game. So yeah, it was. I was I was on the edge of my couch, like kind of uh, hunched over a little bit, and I was like fidgeting with my fingers as they were gonna. <laughs> I'm like, it's dead center. He should nail this landing this week. Said I think we got a bit of an advantage with our kicker. I'm like, oh, here we go. We're going to OT. And it misses by inches, and I'm just like, wow. I stood up, and I went, whoa. And my wife goes, what? And I go, what a football game. (laughs) What a game. And she goes, what happened? And I go, it doesn't matter. (laughs) You won't even understand it. No. What a game. It's just way too long of a story to tell right now. And here's the other kicker. I held a piss for an entire quarter. I'm like, we can't go until the end. We can't go into the end. <laughs> hold it, hold and it. So I get up and I'm like doing this weird fidgety hand. Then what a game! And I run to the restroom and I just unload. I'm like, wow, what a game! <laughs> Screaming at yourself in the just mirror. a solid stream hitting the toilet. I'm just like, oh my god, the emotions. The only the only disappointment outside of obviously my team losing. The only other disappointment I had was it felt like that game deserved an overtime. And it was an all-time back-and-forth classic, and that would have like it would have taken it to a whole nother level had you gone like yeah. as long as it wasn't decided on stupid two-point conversions because that's the dumbest rule in the history of the sport. And imagine that being the deciding factor in this game; it would have been just horrible. Yeah, but, but we had like, whoever scored like the a touchdown possession, two-point conversion for two. I wanted yeah. more, man. It was such a good game. I wanted more. It's it's a slight pushback, okay, slight. But just listen to me here. I'm with you. Obviously, you were at the end of it that nobody wants to be at. Nobody wants to see their team lose, right? Mm-hmm. Especially a big game, a heartbreaking game. But I kind of felt like that game needed to be settled that way. Like, there had to be some level of just, no! Somebody was going to, as the game went on right. in the final minutes, you like you just had, the, when Washington was driving down and they had the four shots at the one-yard line yes. to take the lead, like, you, somebody was going to be utterly yeah. heartbroken by the outcome of that game. Yeah. And if Oregon had picked up a first down, it would have been Washington, and they would have been asking, how did we not score there? It was going to go one direction or the other, and it just happened to be our fan base. You're going to be a father in a few months. I think it's better for your health that you're not Matthew McConaughey in triple overtime, <laughs> sucking a heater down during a commercial break, <laughs> staring at your phone like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen what's gonna happen just put me out of my misery now <laughs> just end it okay i just i've been to your house once and now i can see you lying on your living room floor staring yeah. at the ceiling listening to the call yeah. that is do you know how great of a confession that is that maybe the biggest duck fan in my life is admitting he couldn't even watch the actual play yeah. he had to let the play by play indicate what happened i had that in one other i can't remember the other play there was a big washington play where i couldn't like i just i pulled my shirt over my eyes like i just i it's like it's too intense for me in those moments like i can't take it anymore i can't do this just tell me what happens fowler i'm emotionally wrecked right now man 
That was that was like I don't even know how to pro. I haven't even processed it yet. Like I haven't even I, know. I haven't even been able to function what happened. Like it, functionally think about what happened on. Well, Saturday. tomorrow we're on to Washington State. That's like, right. That's the thing about this yeah. stuff, man. We I almost when Swag sent the wellness check to me, uh, Dirt, are you doing okay? That was that was nearly my response on to Washington State. I almost just texted that <laughs> yep. in. Let's just move on to next week, man. Do you know how crippling it must be to get a fan to not be able to watch because he can't emotionally handle the moment? I just can't can't handle it, dude. Can't handle it. Good for you. Hey, at least you're honest about that. We're in the trust tree, man. I get in big games that happen sometimes. Your team's in the playoffs, it's like a three-two count. It's like, yep. all right, come on. You look That's away. why you won't be a play-by-play guy, at least not for a team you're like no. invested no, in. No, he'd be no. Mike Parker. Like he'd be a worse version <laughs> yeah. of Mike Parker. He just the headset would be off his and head. And he missed it. <laughs> Throwing stuff in the booth. It's actually a perfect sound effect. <laughs> Breaking things. Or what, what, did I hear glass break there? Is that Stone Cold's music? We've got the audio of the miss kicked from both angles. I don't think you're going to like one of the calls for certain reasons, but I had to I had to pull him. we got to play him. Yeah, of course you do. Of course you do. Please don't kill me. You hate my team? Of course you do. I t- <laughs> okay, why don't you play, play a real team, huh? Huh? Well, I mean. We did. You said, I heard the pregame show. <laughs> UCLA was going to win that game on Saturday night. I heard it. I never said that. I heard them things. Check the facts, all right? Dante Moore, three picks. Shout out Dante Moore on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Chip should have kept that fast kid in the Kent State transfer. Boy, that kid was killing the Beaver defense. Steel? He was, man. No, yeah. not Steel. Oh, Schlee. Oh, Schlee. Schlee. Schlee just Schlee. came in there and was like, I'm just going to run and you can't catch me. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't play that guy more. He was good. The he, Beaver defense was Seth Rogen. <gasps> That's good. <laughs> we can't catch That's good. <laughs> and then Chip's like, go in, Dante. I'm like, great. Send him in. Yeah, I was. Look, you guys obviously weren't. You had the opposite reaction because of your fandom. But when they threw that pick six at the end of the first half, I was extremely disappointed because I wanted an entertaining game. I did with, with the freshman Bury quarterback. Him. When the freshman quarterback <laughs> on the road, you knew after, like that game's over. It was, it was a 16 to 10 game. They were driving. They were You're driving. like, all right, there's something. Yeah. Go- this is a fun game. This is going to be back and forth. 14 points. Win. You throw that pick six and you're like dude that freshman quarterback is not digging out of that hole this game is over now i have nothing to watch the rest of the night we want to go to a couple other things and then we'll dive back into the oregon washington thing and and we'll probably be there with the oregon state ucla game for most of the show but Mm -hmm. i do want to ask though like you're right in in the entertainment standpoint but as a fan I don't want the close game. I want them to bury oh, of him, right? I wanted Oregon to beat Washington by 30 points on Saturday. There's <laughs> an element of when your team loses, there is, like, I can tell you from our vantage point, there is always at least a 5-10 to 10 minute window where I think of what I said throughout the week, and all I do is dread hearing it from the listeners of, I was wrong on this thing. <laughs> and so, like, that races through your brain in moments where your team loses a big game that you want them to win. Oh, we're wrong all the time, man. I know, but it it feels a little worse when it's your team. Your team, yeah. It's like, a little more personal, for sure. I had this with the Washington State-Oregon State game. I'm like, I think they're going to go in there and take care of business. They're the better team. And they just came out the gate and got their ass whooped in the beginning. And I'm like, <sighs> Whiffed on that one. Yeah. Thanks for showing up, guys. Way to go. Way to make my opinion look stupid. But like Josh Pate says, it's I wasn't wrong. They're the ones that just didn't do it. Players didn't live up to their end of the bargain, man. Uh, so we'll we'll pause here. I want to come back with a Pac-12 laughing at somebody that we haven't been able to talk about yet, but we need to. We'll go there. Dirt and Sprague. We're back with a whole lot more. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days. Wind chill. Black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. No more undefeated teams in the National Football League, so the Dolphins are popping champagne today. Just like we all saw. The Browns with P.J. Walker getting a win and the Jets beating the Eagles. Totally saw that coming. Well, there should be one definite team undefeated. They got absolutely hosed by the refs yesterday on 4th and 10. <laughs> I don't normally do that, but yes, this is one of those instances that was a terrible trash call to extend that Browns drive, but they shouldn't have been in that situation anyway. I also have to admit to my friends, I was rooting hard for the Giants last night. I would. I had some friends that took the bills in the survivor pool, but it would have cleared house. We would have been down to basically ten people left <laughs> by week seven, and they survived. They didn't get a flag. Uh, I hate being such a bad gambler. I'm not in survivor pools anymore. <laughs> I'm not hitting bets. Uh, you know, uh, it's just not. Hey, been we a- had winning weekends. Both of us had a winning weekend. If only I would just do what you're supposed to do, and that's lay decent money on individual picks instead of trying to be all cute and fancy and get my odds boosted. Yeah, don't do parlays nope. and odds boosts. Nope. It doesn't pan out. They, you gotta go yep. heavy on, on games that you love. Today yep. I'm laying the big wood. And I loved the Lions at minus three and uh, did not uh, do the smart thing there. Mm. I don't know where you were or how much you paid attention on Friday night, but we had a Friday night football game and Deion Sanders tempted the Pac-12 gods by saying this sucks. Why would you play a game? Nobody cares about the East Coast. Colorado Dirt went into the half 29 to nothing. And I thought, okay, that was a weird spread. Dion's going to handle business. They're going to win 45 to something. And I caught wind that it was 18 to 29. (laughs) So I brought the game up on my phone silently as we watched Casper the Friendly Ghost. (laughs) My kids thought I was laughing at the movie. I was laughing at Stanford coming back from a 29 nothing deficit. A wide receiver I'd never heard of in my life. Had not had more than four catches at any game at all this season. Insane. Had like 300 receiving yards. Individually wrecked Colorado's defense. Shadur threw a pick in the end zone. And Colorado lost in double overtime to Stanford after being up 29 to nothing. 
I was actually excited going into this game because I love hate watching Colorado, and I'm I'm okay and comfortable enough in my own skin to acknowledge that I'm rooting against them. You still hate watch Colorado? The Dion comments about the Pac-12 last week pissed me off. Yeah, this is the death of the conference, and you want to come out and say I'm glad we're leaving? You've been here for five minutes. Screw you, dude. Screw you. And I laughed my ass off on Friday night watching them blow this game. I turned it on, genuinely excited because Colorado sucks. I've been saying that all year. It's not a good team. Stanford's the worst in the conference, but I thought, hey, maybe we could get a ball game. And I was extremely disappointed because they jumped out to a 21-0 lead and I turned the game off just thinking, well, yeah, that my hopes are up. That's not going to happen tonight. The wife and I started watching a TV show because there's nothing else going on on Friday night. I was laying in bed and I'm so glad that I did. I checked my phone just like, ah, one more time. I'm tired. I got to get up for the pregame show tomorrow. Let's check one more time. And I checked and it was 29 to 23 or 29 to 26, whatever the score was. And some people were tweeting about like, oh my God, this is, and I'm like, okay, pulled the iPad out and watched the rest of the game and just laughed my ass off. That's as bad and embarrassing of a loss as I have ever seen. Stanford is not a good football team. They're terrible. They threw the ball in the same exact route to the same exact player over and over and over again in that second half. If you not did not watch, Io Manor was the wide receiver. He had 13 catches for 294 yards and three <laughs> touchdowns. They literally, on every play, yeah. threw a slant to him. Yep. Slant. 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 Over in Colorado. Could not stop it. Mm-hmm. And then he had one of the more incredible catches in overtime going over the back of Travis Hunter and grabbing a ball off the back of his helmet. But that's just, I, I, I laughed and I enjoyed every second of it. That is a four-win team that they hit the over. Congratulations. Look at the rest of their schedule and find two wins. They ain't going bowling. I don't think they're going bowling either. I don't even know if they'll win another game because even Arizona looks like a formidable Dude, opponent. They're going to get smoked by Arizona. They should. They I mean, get smoked. the defense we're seeing right now, like what team can't score and move the ball on them? That being said, conference can be weird, and football told us yesterday, don't always think a sure thing is a sure thing. Here's the thing, though. I think Colorado, because of the way they started the year and because of the, like, the do you believe now mm-hmm. and all the respect and nobody gave us a, like, I think they have a target on their back when sure. they play everybody. I think usually you get those teams that are near the bottom of the conference that you go into the week and you're like, ah, eh, whatever, we're playing so-and-so, we're going to blow them out, and you just don't take it very seriously. I don't think Colorado's going to get that benefit against anybody. I don't either. Um... I also found the reaction to it interesting. How many people were dancing and celebrating that Dion and Colorado had lost that game? Mm-hmm. Because, as you mentioned, you you kind of put a little bit of noise onto your program and you become a team that other teams really want to beat, even though they're not that good of a team. Uh, he said he was bringing his luggage and his luggage was Louie. He's got some Louie luggage. We can't refute that. It looks like somebody with Louis Luggage who lives in a one-bedroom apartment. I think he bought it at Times Square. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, hey, you got Louis Luggage. That's cool, man. Right. And you live in a rundown one-bedroom apartment with Louis Luggage. Like, that's kind of the defense of Colorado right now. Yeah. The Jimmys and the Joes are just not there. I still don't think you should be giving up a 29 nothing lead. Dion said never in his life at any one point has a team he's been on lost a 29-point lead ever at any level in his life. Because Deion Sanders, for largely most of his life, was always the best football player wherever he played. On really good teams. But now they've been, you know, they've been humbled a couple times here. The Oregon game was a very humbling experience. Uh, His kid was literally pissing blood after the game, after talking about beating up the coaches. Shadur does the rolly in front of the student section at ASU, which I, I don't care. Like, this whole, it bothers me, it's angry, it's college football, man. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what this is. They were probably saying some terrible things to him throughout the game. He got to shut him up with the rollie. 
But then when you do that celebration and you lose the next game, what are Stanford players doing? <laughs> Acting like they got the rolly on. So they're being served a bit of humble pie this year. Nice start, surprising start. Eh, the wheels have fallen off, and this team's probably not going to a bowl game barring massive injuries in any of the opponents they play in the next few weeks. It doesn't mean, though, that this has been a down season, a lost season. Of course not. And can't be a building block for them going into next year because I would assume they're going to rack up a ton of recruits and portal kids and go into the Big 12 next year and absolutely be one of the top teams. I'll go back to week one. They beat TCU in a game that I thought they were going to get blown out in. and they, Vegas they, did, too. They, they 20-point spread. Shocked everybody, and they won that game outright. But I remember saying in the aftermath of that game, like, be careful running your mouth here. Like, that's one win. TCU might not be a very good football team. What is the evidence pointed to after that? TCU, not a very good football team. Then they beat Nebraska. What did we all kind of know about Nebraska? Probably not a very good football team. The evidence is now pointed to that. Not a good team. When you run your mouth to that level, um, it it puts an unnecessary target on your back. And I think he made life harder for his players. Now, his players are also part of that. As you mentioned, the Shador stuff, like they're trash talking. Oh, they're all. They all do it. All a part Prime of it, but does, they yeah. have put a target on their back in every game that they play. And other teams, to use a word that Colorado has used, they take it personal when they play them. And you're going to get everybody's best shot. And so it doesn't change the fact that what Deion Sanders has done to bring interest to that that program, mm-hmm. to get viewers, to sell tickets, to just generate all of the hype that has been around Colorado is remarkable. And there's only one person in the entire sport that can do that, and he's already hit the over. But this, I, I I do feel a little vindicated in what the conversation was the first two three weeks of the season of this is not a good football team, man. They're just their offensive line's terrible. Their defense is atrocious. They can't run the football. They have a couple of good skill position players. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, they have nothing. nothing. This is a bad football team, and yep. I'm just I'm glad that we've now realized that as the season has gone on. Of like, dude, you just blew a 29 point lead to Stan. I didn't know I didn't know Stanford could could score 29 points in a game, let alone erase a 29 point deficit. That was embarrassing. Uh, we'll get more into the Oregon Washington game Oregon State UCLA as well Durton's breaks as we turn the corner into the new year a lot of people are looking to get healthier that includes hero bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving made with natural ingredients Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at hero.co. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. 
Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 6.45 on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. Somebody uh, sent this into our Twitter account, at Dirt and Sprague. We'll dive fully into all these college football games this weekend, I promise. Somebody had said, can you guys talk about how kickers suck, college and NFL? <laughs> and this one's from James. And James, I, I, I appreciate you sending this in because I did actually put this on my show sheet of please bring this up one time. Is that a Duck slash 49er fan? Because that's a pretty tough combination of kickers this weekend. It is. It's a tough combination, <laughs> no doubt. And, and I want to save a little bit of the Oregon side of this for uh-huh. the second hour because we'll get into all of it. But let's take the Niner one, for example. Jake Moody misses a 41-yard field goal for the game-winning kick in San Francisco. Cleveland, Cleveland with P.J. Walker beats the Niners, who are undefeated. Yeah, this intimidating bulldog eye staring him in the face behind the goalpost. I, um... And by the way, when these kickers miss by the slimmest of margins, we're just like devastated. They're bombs. Like, Moody missed that kick by inches. Camden Lewis missed the kick by inches. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, he's a choker! Like, yeah, it didn't go through. But, man, that's hard to do. And, oh, it's such the slimmest of margins. Can you imagine having that much pressure on yourself? It's different when the game's tied and a kick is to win the game. But if you miss it, it's like, all right, we're going overtime. It's like, you need to make this or we lose. Or we lose. The game is over. The Niner one, for example. And I felt this way about kicking for a couple years now. I just don't get the coaching philosophy of, I'm not going to value the clock and field position enough I'm going to settle here. I don't understand subscribing to the theory of settling. Unless you got a Vinatieri or a Tucker, I'm not settling for jack squat, buddy. I tend to agree with you. And whether it's college or the pros, college obviously kicking a more volatile market. Even the NFL. Take that Cleveland-San Francisco game. There were many problems with it. The biggest problem, though, was at the end. Shanahan has a timeout. He's got a rookie kicker who so far hadn't missed a kick. And instead of saying, hey, it's a 41-yarder in bad conditions, let's try to make it 35 or 30, he just settles and they spike. And I'm sitting on my watching this game in my TV screaming, you have a timeout, there's 45 seconds left. Yeah, why don't you fight for five more yards? Yeah, fight for five or 10 or 15 or maybe you, bu- you bust one and you score a tutty. I just think it's idiotic coaching, and that's one of the best coaches in the whole sport. Why are they so bad at caring more about the kickers, helping them out and setting them up for cleaner, <laughs> better looks, closer looks? Yeah. The Oregon looked better than San Francisco's, obviously. But my point is, why waste time in a timeout? They spiked it, by the way. They didn't even call a timeout. Didn't even, they wanted to hold the timeout in case something went wrong on the play or they needed it or whatever. So what are we doing? We're costing ourselves two yards and then putting a rookie kicker out. It's just <laughs> idiotic how coaches handle kicking sometimes. It's. I don't want to get too much into it because I know we're going to get to it to start the 7 o'clock hour. But that was honestly my biggest frustration out of the Oregon-Washington game. I thought on that final drive they were way too conservative. And they played 
for the field goal. And I get the time was against you and you only had what one time out left, whatever the case nearing the end of the game. But it was, it felt like they just settled of like, all right, we're going to make this 40, whatever yard field goal. And it's not a consistent thing. Like I know Camden Lewis has been really good, but you can't always rely on these guys. And so sometimes when you just settle for not an easier field goal, it's really frustrating. Yes. Like you didn't do everything that you could to set yourself up in a position to make that a chip shot, to make it a field goal to where you're saying, all right, what's your make percentage on this? 95%, maybe you bobble the snap, maybe it's blocked. Of course, things could go wrong, but it's a much higher clip the closer in that you get. And sometimes coaches just say, all right, we're fine. We're at the 30-yard line. Let's go ahead and kick it. When you leave time and you have a timeout in your pocket, it just it's really frustrating. It bothers me a lot, and I see it happen all the time, and I never understand the approach by coaches in that spot of – I like my kicker. I'm going to take care of him a little bit here and try to make his life easier. He misses, then okay. But five, six, seven, eight yards. I mean, if that ball in San Francisco, Cleveland, if they're five yards to seven yards further up, I don't know if that ball pivots outside of the goalpost. Could have stayed in. Versus where it went and how it went. You can say the same thing, I think, with Camden Lewis in Seattle. We have a loaded second hour, Dirt. Let's dive into it. The emotions. Dirt's going to punch Swagger me. I mean, it could go all <laughs> over the place today. I don't know what's going to happen, but we have a loaded second hour. Tyson Alger at 7.30. Oregon State beats UCLA. Hour number two, Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.